0: Greetings in the name of Christ. Welcome to the Hope to Hope podcast. This podcast exists to share Christ, his truth, and his saving love for his people. To this end, we exist to glorify God and to enjoy him forever. And we continue looking at Colossians chapter 2 and seeing the influences that take our joy away in our Christian walk. Uh, We saw the souring influence of legalism the previous time when we were together and now we're going to see the souring influence of mysticism reading in verse 18 and after reading this I want us to see that these things take away our joy the joy of our salvation the joy of serving God and the joy of enjoying fellowship not only with God but with his people If we let legalism take part and take root in our lives and our hearts, it will take away this joy. But it is not only legalism that does so, and mysticism also does so. Do not let anyone, Paul says in verse 18, who delights in false humility and the worship of angels, disqualify you for the prize. Such a person goes into detail about what he has seen and is unspiritual and puffs him up with idle notions. I want to read it in another translation. Let no one keep defrauding you of your prize by delighting in self-abasement and the worship of angels, taking his stand on visions he has seen, inflated without cause by his fleshly mind. You notice that these visions paul says this person has seen some of the experiences that people go to and believe in their christian walk are things that are genuine real things that they experience for real but you see the truth is what matters not sincerity not whether your experience was genuine or real or not because our experiences can never be the valid test of truth if our experiences, or if we let our experiences be the valid test of truth, then truth becomes a servant of what works, which creates another danger of pragmatism. It is not true because it works. It is not if it works, is true. No, our truth and what we believe can only be in what God says in his word. The rest may be true, but they cannot be on the same level of authority and inspiration as what God says. So, mysticism is one of those truths that people believe, or untruths, if I may put it plainly. What is mysticism? Mysticism is the belief that Christians can and should have direct or immediate experiences with the spiritual realm, usually taking the form of visions, dream, dreams, and internal sensations, as uh, Dr. Um, rich bokel says but within each of these there is a positive aspect in legalism there is a positive aspect to want to do what is right and good in mysticism the positive aspect is wanting to have an intimate intense relationship with god but mysticism rejects god's means for entering into such a relationship same as legalism it is true that people want to be righteous and do good things and do the right things, and in, in mysticism it is true people want to have a deeper, meaningful relationship with God and experience deep things, but those things are already revealed, we do not have to make them up in order for us to experience them. Mysticism rejects the sufficiency of Jesus Christ, God's Son, as he is revealed in the Holy Scriptures to us. Mysticism rejects the means of of scripture as the way to know God, and it emphasizes and promotes sensational experience as the dominant means of knowing God. So, here we are to beware of mysticism. Mysticism is wrong. Mysticism uh, was an attack at, against the church at Colossae. Which was promoting or emphasizing, as I said, sensational visions and dreams uh, that people would have. People saying that they have seen God. And they would go into great detail as to what they have seen in their personal visions, and would promote others or promote their visions to others as some kind of experience that others should also long for and 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 and, and have. They promoted these dreams, removing them from the from the submission to God's revelation and God's will as given in the Bible. People who see visions and dreams will never go to the Bible to say what the Bible says. As a result, Paul says they were puffed up by idle notions and crazy ideas about the unseen world, about God, because they were looking for their source of knowledge from these mystical experiences. There are serious consequences to mysticism, and Paul tells us in verse 19, that he, the mystic, has lost connection with the head from whom the whole body, supported and held together by its ligaments and sinews, grows as God causes it to grow. Paul is saying, do you want to grow in your Christian life? Do you want to grow in your Christian life? Then if you want to grow, let go of these of this mysticism. Let go of it. Hold on to Jesus the head, the Christ. Do not let anyone disqualify you for the prize. In verse 18, the word he used here (coughs) is of a a referee in Olympic Games. He's saying these teachers will come along and say, what you have is fine, but we are going to, to blow the whistle on you and say that you're really disqualified from the real life with God. Paul is telling them to not let any of these false teachers act as a referee because there's only one referee jesus himself He is the only one who can tell us when we are qualified or disqualified we do not have to succumb to these teachings of mysticism as christians we have to know the lord jesus christ think of him and 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 think just about what he he tells us and wants us to see and at his second coming we are going to see him face to face uh, and we are going to see that what we had from him in his word was enough for us. A true Christian's glory in Jesus Christ as he reveals himself through us, through, through his word, by his Holy Spirit. True believers are content to abide in Jesus alone and his word alone, not in mystical experiences drawn away from Christ. We draw ours entirely from Christ. We will not take our eyes off him in order to look at angels or visions or such things. Mysticism roots uh, the authority concerning what to believe upon the basis of subjective experiences. How do you know that something is true? The Christian mystic will say, It is upon the basis of my visions and dreams and experiences and the truths I have felt. In doing so, they remove themselves from God's authority revealed in the Scriptures. And you do not have to do that as a Christian. Their soul becomes informed of spiritual truth not by carefully examining God's revealed word, revealed will in the Bible, but by meditation upon the experiences. That is dangerous. You have to look at God's holy word. You have to look at God's holy word and evaluate whatever experience you have In light of scripture No authority can refute scripture Scripture will interpret only itself And only affirm itself It will not be affirmed by anything Mystical experiences you must understand Christians Are not unique to Christianity Go into other world religions And you will find mystical experiences And the person will say I know this is real because I have experienced it People do stuff. People see visions. In African traditional religions, people see visions. People see dreams. And so we cannot say because we see dreams as Christians, then our dreams and visions must be from God. We have to be very careful. In Jeremiah chapter 23, we read, I have heard what the prophets who say, who prophesy lies in my name. They say, I had a dream. I had a dream. How long will this continue in the hearts of these lying prophets who prophesy the delusions of their own minds? Christian, like the Bereans, you have to be one who examines the scriptures to see whether the things that you read or hear are so. As I challenge you say, even check whether the things I say are so. Check whether they are in the Bible or from God. We have to go to Christ alone. He alone is the Is the sole experience we have to rely on to experience God and to enjoy God, nothing but Christ and His Word alone. Hebrews chapter 1, verse 1 to verse 4 tells that. But mysticism seeks more intense, fantastic, mystical experiences uh, with the invisible world. People always want to experience these things. They want to experience the invisible world. Mysticism seeks after experience as opposed to seeking after Jesus. it is It seeks after experience as opposed to seeking a life of holiness, a life of worship with God's people, a life of enjoyment with God himself. But lastly, and for me more troubling, is that mysticism is often anti-intellectual. Be careful of unthinking Christianity mysticism employs empty meditations without thought people empty their minds when it comes to these things when we have to be filling up our minds with Christ and we're going to see this Lord willing in Colossians chapter 3 let the word of Christ dwell in you richly be careful of anyone who promotes the spiritual discipline in your life and say this is how you are to meditate you are to clear your mind of everything That's not what God says. We have to fill our minds with the word of God if we are to meditate as Christians. We have to meditate on the word of God.